Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Bears fans? Welcome in by week Tuesday. I am in such a great mood today. I can't even tell you how good of a mood I'm in. I'm in really a good mood. Good to see both of you and you, Greg Braggs, first guy in the chat today. Love you. Such a good mood. You don't let Adam read the yeah. sponsor. Oh, just stop. You let everyone stop, know. He's gonna... Stop, stop. Carm's stop. mood is brought to you by DraftKings. Oh. <laughs> Use code CHGO when you sign up. Get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets. Is that why you're in a good mood? That's not why I'm in a good good, mood. Good times on DraftKings last night. No, I just you know I'm just so happy to see you. You're a ray of sunshine with your beautiful yellow neon neon gold. I mean, it's tennis ball color. You should know that tennis ball. Which hey, thank you for saying that. I didn't mention it yesterday. Should have mentioned it. I know you wanted to start the show this way. Don't care. Uh, well, you no, no, don't, don't say that right now because this is at least a moment of of of, of just heartness. Uh, Nick Bolteri passed away. Oh, ninety one years old. One of the, one of the greatest tennis coaches, Agassi, Courier, all a zillion kids who all wanted to go to Bolateri as a kid. Great man. Saw him at the U.S. Open about five years ago. He was super nice. I, I love Nick Bolateri and uh, R.I.P. So, and anyway. that's why Adam's wearing that sweatshirt. That's why mm-hmm. that's, he didn't yep. know it, but that's why he's wearing Which it. Which is why I do care. Yeah. There you go. Kirschenbaum, exactly, for Kirschenbaum. <laughs> that's <laughs> where I thought he was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> that what I was saying I don't care about. Kirschenbaum was inspired by Bolateri at some point in his career. I guarantee it. Anyway, by the way, that, that stupid Monday night game, I, that – the very last play cost me a, a four-leg parlay. Yes, I lost $600 on the very last play. $600? Okay, yep. I didn't do that. Wait, what was the very last play? I, I One of my legs was uh, Brady under one and a half TDs. Okay. Ouch. So. Oh, so just them scoring the touchdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, like, the the first touchdown they scored, just give it to Fournette. Why are you, run, yes, why are you throwing that, a pass at the one-yard line? Come yeah. on. Also, how about you just run one more yard? Um, was it Kamara or Ingram? It was Ingram. Ingram. Oh, yeah. Ingram, run one more yard, get the first down, or Taysom Hill, just catch the ball. Hey, that was, I mean, he got popped on that play, though. He got popped. Catch the ball. You want to see the uh, That was updated. a dime by Andy Dole. Oh, it was beautiful. You want to see the updated tank standings? Yes. This is amazing. What a debut we're making here on the CHGO Bears podcast. There you go. <laughs> it's free. 
tank standings. With the badass Ryan Poles picture, yeah, too. Like, yeah. Oh, that was impressive. Amazing. Love I, it. I uh, mean, honestly. I mean, I'll I, say this. That's the I made that for the Blackhawks, but apparently we have tanks around this whole office now. So I mean, I'm going to soon make a Bulls version, unfortunately, which is yeah, really, I was gonna say, uh, impressive. Basically yeah. the whole city. Um, yeah. yeah, New Orleans winning last night would have been great. But way to go, not closing that game out. Well, seriously, look at the life of the Eagles and the Lions right now. Detroit's like the best 5-7 and seven team in the history of the NFL. Matthew Stafford is out for the year. Jared Goff is throwing for 800 yards a week. The Lions are, are uh, have a very interesting game this week with the Vikings. They're, like a, they're my plucky. You the Lions are favored. I, I know. What the hell? Hey, man, they're playing good football. Everything's turning up Detroit. Gold, and I, I, might, I might become a Lions fan the rest of the year. Is that, is that, is that? Oh, my gosh. Where's Don Burr? Don what Burr's is happening? Oh, no. Burr, I'm with you, buddy. Oh, no. I, I mean, what else should we be doing the rest of the year? Seriously, why not root for the Lions at this point? Who's with me? Let's go Lions. That wasn't supposed to happen on the show today. That yeah, wasn't that was why weird. I was in a good mood. But <laughs> you're just you're in a good mood about the Lions being favored. Well, against. I, I like underdogs in life. I've, I've rooted for the Northwestern Wildcats since <laughs> I came out of the womb. The Detroit Lions are definitely in that club. Yeah. And so are, unfortunately, they started the, the club. Actually. They might have started the they club. They may have you, started the club. <laughs> they might have. I'm not there. I'm not. I'm you, not. you know why the Vikings, by the way, Hogue, do you know why they're perhaps not favored this week, which speaks to your language? Do you, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? No. Mars no, Blackman? I don't. Well, let me pull up a stat for you, buddy. Um, the Minnesota Vikings. Do you know what they rank in football outsiders DVOA? You're not allowed to give this. Oh no, (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Uh, The 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 Vikings are 20th in football in outsiders DVOA uh, on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, they're 18th in offensive EPA per drive. That's per True Media. They're 17th in defensive EPA. If you can break down EPA versus DVOA, I'd I'd love you to. EPA is actually pretty easy. It's expected points added. Yeah, what does that mean? It means on any given play, are you are you helping your team score points mm-hmm. or not? It's like the most simple idea you could possibly how do they have. Co- how do they come up with that? It's this this particular play, it's a .56 chance that you're going to score. We have Justin Fields on the play. That, that EPA is probably... E- Listen, e- buddy, just because you went to Iowa and can't figure that stuff hey, out, hey, does hey, it? Does it hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Settle down, bro. I'll mute your mic. There's yeah, three there of you go. Go. We got three two here. Two and a half. It's three on one today. Hey, yeah. Ch- yeah. Hey, Chad, what do you, Chad what do you like more, DVOA or EPA? Wait what keeps minute. you up at night? But you Let's didn't go. Let me, you didn't let me finish, okay? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Just because you went to just Iowa and you went to Iowa and you went to Iowa and I went to Wisconsin and basically everyone else didn't go to MIT Harvard, okay. whatever, where these people who can actually quantify this stuff can figure out and put it into a formula, which how much, how many points per play are you adding right now? Let me ask you something. When you got into this business, when you had the dream, when you showed up at WGN Radio looking for an internship WGN? In, t- in 2008 and you, you, you met the, the intern coordinator uh, who I who was who was me did, <laughs> did, did, was that your did, title I, uh no it was more like Dave Edit said can you just do these interviews now because I don't want to do them anymore and they're going to be working with you and I said absolutely Mr. Cat I will handle this uh and then did you want did you did you want to get into the business at that point because you wanted to talk about EPA and DVOA Lawrence Hogue Moriano don't look at me Casey why, why are you yelling at me first? Luke, because you love to jump in on this thing. You're a, you're a jump-inner. 
You're a, you, you're a you're a jump in uh, jumper inner. You're a jumper inner, okay. Benedetto. Okay. <sighs> Wait. I'm so a, what was the Vikings EPA? The Vikings EPA was 17th offensively. Okay. Hang on, hang on. I get, let me get it right. They are 20th in devi- total DVOA, which is pretty That's crazy. Yeah, they, they're nine. Team? They're nine and zero oh in games decided by eight points or less. Not sustainable team. So if yeah, you want to be optimistic, Bears, the Packers suck. They're going the wrong way. Minnesota's having a fluke year, and the Bears are about to unleash $125 million in cap space plus all the draft picks. Bears, Super Bowl, 10-7, and seven, plucky Bears 2023. Bears. Okay, now counterpoint. Yeah. You saw the Bears play the Vikings. You saw the Bears play the Lions. Which team's better? The Vikings. I think so, too. Yeah. But, not, but not by... DVOA has the Lions 13th, Vikings 20th. You should actually be using this to your, like, advantage overall point that, like, yeah. DVOA sucks. Yeah. Thank which, you. Which, uh, just to clarify, is his take, not my take. I'm just... No. Now I'm helping you make your own argument. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> DVOA is a BS stat that people have developed so they could claim that they're really smart at football and not be able to not and not actually have to watch football and tell you what's going on. I like the people. I like Will Gottlieb. Where's Will Gottlieb? Get him in here. He that dude can sit there and watch a play and break it down with the best of them. Very good looking Very man. Good. Very good. I love. Will I love Will too. Gottlieb. A lot of people, we, it's just an extra tool. We still sit there and watch the games. Not really. Oh, you're right. I don't watch the no, games. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying you. You can. You'll sit there and walk over to me and watch this play and this dude this did that and all this stuff that like the the average football. Pro, you're you are a football coach, a legit coach. I don't know about legit. You're on a staff with a former NFL player. You get this is one of the reasons this is a Hogue separation factor. But all I'm trying to say is you, I, you know, you cross reference everything I think I'm seeing with my eyes, and Mm -hmm. then I go check Football Outsiders DVOA and say, oh, does this match up with what I think I'm seeing? In this case, I'm not sitting here saying the Vikings are a real Super Bowl contender. I think there's definitely flaws to. Their ten and twelve, uh, ten and two record this year, but twentieth suggests they're not even a playoff team. Right? True, yeah. Right. You're telling me the Falcons are better than the Vikings? The Steelers are better than the Vikings? They don't know how their 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 defense is twentieth, not overall. No total DVOA. But I'm looking at it right now. It's twentieth. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. That's correct. That I'm includes sorry. the offense. Their offensive DVOA. They're twenty second. Isn't that surprising? That's very yeah. You wouldn't. Con- they have Dalvin Cook. They have Justin That's Jefferson. They have Adam Thielen. What? They move the football. Argue against yourself right now and say that the stat <laughs> is flawed. No, because honestly, there's. Or do you just want to say that the Vikings aren't good and the Bears are going to crush the Vikings next year? You can say that. That that would make everybody happy. Well, or I could say the Bears are going to crush the Vikings in Week 18 and. Ruin the entire draft. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Everyone will get pissed in this chat. Back to the tank. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about Justin Fields, shall we? Let's do it. Yes. Okay. okay. So, Carm, there was a reason why in this world we live in where we all want to have our hot takes in the moment. When we heard um, post game, Nick was there, Will was there, 
what Justin Fields had said about the first interception mm-hmm. and essentially saying it was the wide receiver who did not come back to the football. That I wanted to be like, okay, let's pump the brakes here a little bit. Context matters. The way he said it matters. A lot of different things matter here. The coach also said it, which yeah. counted for something. And then yesterday, Equinemius St. Brown said it too, that he could have come back to the ball better. So I think the conclusion to this whole mini saga, if I can call it that, over the last 48 hours is, at least in my opinion, I think this is actually pretty significant. Because the conclusion for me is Justin Fields has already earned enough clout as the team leader to be able to publicly call out. I I don't want to call it a call out, but like I guess that's kind of what he's doing. He's doing. he can publicly no. That's actually the wrong word. Hold it, his teammates accountable. That's better. I agree. Okay. In, in publicly, hold his teammates accountable, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. That's to me. That's actually incredibly significant and important in the things that we're trying to check off as victories in a three and ten season. Well, I think it works because he's the best player on the team, right? And I think when you are that, you are the quarterback of the team, you should hold your, your other players accountable. I also think, like, Justin Fields has uh, – I don't think he wants to go up to the media and, like, lie. Not necessarily lie, but he wants to, he's just straightforward with what he's saying. And with that play, it's like, yeah, he just needs to come back to it. On that curl route, he's expecting that. But it's an anticipatory throw, and he wasn't where he needed to be, so mm. – I think for Fields, it's just who he is. But, I don't, I, again, I don't see an issue with it. I really don't. I didn't like it in the moment. I thought it was odd. I, it, it stood out, and it was definitely worth talking about. Congrats to the show for talking about it, along with a bunch of other shows. And I completely agree with you, for the record. I think it does show that he and he's been building up to having that level of respect for a long time. I think he completely stamped himself over the top with it when he goes in and apologizes to the defense after coming up short yeah and 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 eddie jackson steps in and says you don't need to continue talking anymore i think you're i think you're i think you're right and and i and i do think um i just think it's also a big deal that eq got up there and backed him it was it was it it felt a little more odd on Sunday when EQ left Soldier Field without speaking to reporters yeah. which made you wonder and so he was the first person there yesterday and of course that press nobody was expecting because the press conference was called for 145 uh, EQ spoke before a lot of people were there uh, but he but he got you know maybe he had to get out of the building and so whatever uh, he got up there and 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 backed uh, backed his QB I think I think it's a big deal 100% I, I'm glad you brought up the the apology to the defense too from a couple of weeks ago because I had, I had actually kind of forgotten about that as we were having this discussion. I think it's a completely relevant to what we're talking about. Like what you said earlier, Nick, and I don't think you were I don't think you were saying this, but you mentioned like how he's the best player. Mm-hmm. You can't just be the best player though. Like if Odell Beckham back like in his Giants days is the best player on the field, if he came out and like yeah, it's all on the quarterback, like that's not going to go over well. No. 
Like, it's way more than just being the most talented player on the field. It's, that's part of it. Like, you do have to perform to back, back up words. But it's other moments like that, like apologizing to the defense when you really don't need to. Taking the blame when it is on it's, you. And, and quarterbacks get to this point. The real ones, like the real leaders, the ones that have the cl- we we, I, I'm not. I always hate like bringing up Brady's name, but like he's been doing it for years now, because he's earned that. And I'm not saying Justin's anywhere near that point, but the fact that he can even do this in year two of his career, I think is in, and it, and I'm already seeing this in the comments. This isn't even us right now discussing whether he should have done it or not done it. I agree that that's not really important. What, what what I am concluding from this whole thing and telling you is important is that the way it played out, was it was all good. Everybody was like, yeah, he's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's important. Well, and let's also underline, and sorry, sorry to go, go ahead and second it, but let me just make the point. I go out there once a week, and every, I think, uh, unless I'm forgetting a week, which, but I don't think I am, Every week that I'm there, he's the last dude in the locker room. Yeah. It's not just what he says. It's what he does. He's on the field after practice working on his game, working with his teammates, putting in the extra effort. Guys, pay attention. They notice that stuff. It, it earns you respect. It does, Mark. And the big thing, too, with Fields, like he does hold himself accountable in these press conferences. Like When he messes up, he, he lets you know, like I could have been better. So when he holds someone else accountable – it's because, you know, he's doing the same thing to himself. And I think that's big that it's not just because he's a quarterback, he's, um, you know, he doesn't have the same kind of weight that's put on him. But it's like, yeah, he holds himself accountable every single time he's at that, that podium if he has a bad game. He'll let you know about it. So I think that that resonates when he's, again, not calling out, but just holding guys accountable for, for the mistakes that have happened in games before. And, and for the record, that's what we do on this show. I mean, when Hogue has a bad show, he afterwards he talks about, you know, hey, I wasn't my best day. I, you know, I, of course, have never had a bad show, so I've never had to do that. <laughs> and, 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 and same thing with, uh, you know, actually, you know, Nick, you've, you know, you've, you've owned it, and Lawrence, too. So, but, okay, back to reality. You're having a great show. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I mean, it's right. Are we? I, it sort of goes back to my where I what I was thinking about, which did make me, you know, kind of in a joyous mood coming into the show today. Like, yes, it sucks to be three and ten, but I swear, like, is, and appreciate the chat chiming in on this. But are we not having fun this year yeah. watching this mm-hmm. team? Like, I just think they're a, they, they are a, every game has been with the with the exception. Of, of the Jets, of the of the Jets game because Fields didn't play. Every game has uh, Commanders game was awful. That, that one that one was kind of rough. Too. It was awful, but it was highly entertaining. Uh, but I, that was also think. before things flipped. That's true. You know, it, I would actually say, okay, Week One was you're, a fun you're, game. You're you're right. Splash. Week One was a fun game against the 49ers. Just the whole situation. Yeah. Fields played relatively well in that game. I want to say. Um, and then we went through some not-so-fun times there for a little bit. Like like Houston, the offense wasn't working. Yeah, Houston, Houston wasn't they a fun. Won, but that, it felt that, like they lost. It, it's true. It's been so fun after the Commanders game that I forgot about every game before the Commanders yeah, game. It, <laughs> it wasn't a good start to the season, but to, yeah. but it flipped on that Monday night game against the Patriots. Like, it really did. And then yeah. – 
by the way, that's the only game that in this stretch that we're talking about that they won. Right, one and six. It's been all else since then, and yet I agree with you. This is, this has been the most fun bad season I have covered, and I have covered a lot of bad seasons. And it's, I did the math yesterday for some reason, but the Bears are surprisingly, you think it's higher, twenty six games below five hundred since I started covering the team. I actually would have thought it would have been more than that. It's still bad. <laughs> the, the going into that thing. The the notes about uh, that 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 Kevin Kadek had a content had in the Packers overtaking the Bears in overall wins and how bad the Bears have had to be yeah to to allow that to happen was just absolutely nauseating. If you're not checking out the allchgo.com Kevin Kadek newsletter, it was disgusting to read, but I highly <laughs> recommend signing up for it because it really just bottom lined how how bad dysfunctional it's been that we are now behind Green Bay. But brighter days to come, baby. They're going the other way, and we're coming up now. To be. Maybe. 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 Like, got a lot of work to do. Hopefully. Um, which we're going to get into, too, a little bit on this show. But, yeah, I, I... So, you're 20 under? 26. 26 under. Sorry. I, I, well, I didn't play in any of the games. <laughs> That's true. But, sure, you've been, you've, been, you've been talking, you've been writing, you've been impacting. You get, like... You get Run like, the Northwestern record, though. Yeah, you you crushed that. I had a great six year run. Yeah, and now you've lo- you've left, and they're just death. See, <laughs> one in <laughs> <Connection> eleven. There, <laughs> the last yeah. two years, Hogs been gone out of Northwestern. They have it's it's been it's been bad. Yeah, they need you back. You know, they, they, I mean, now I've got all your gear now, but they still need you. Back. <laughs> <laughs> not not all of it. I got a lot. I did okay. give Carm some Northwestern <laughs> stuff last week. Um, all right. What, what, oh, Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, Walter. I just want to quickly get this in here, too. Uh, Walt, uh, he is the nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for the Chicago Bears this season. Um, good player. Off the field, obviously, yeah. too. Um, you know, he, he spoke to the media yesterday, too, you guys. And um, in Aaron Rodgers' postgame press conference, he called him a premier player. And that kind of stuff... Jalen Johnson doesn't take lightly. He knows that you don't just get thrown around a premier player from from a guy like Aaron Rodgers. He was also asked about, like, hey, have you, do you think you've had a Pro Bowl season? And he said no, but he also admitted, like, you know, being a Pro Bowler is more than just being actually a good player. You need to make highlight plays, being a good team, things like that. But when he gets that kind of recognition from his peers, that's how he knows he's, he's having a good season or he's actually – uh, validating what he thinks of himself when you get those kind of comments, premier player. But, yeah, good for Jalen Johnson and the nominee. Yeah, I actually kind of an underrated thing that came up yesterday, I thought, at Hallis Hall was the idea of Jalen Johnson being a pro bowler and, you know, him acknowledging that you know, you're not really going to get that type of um, – He had a great response. He's not flashy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, thought Iberflus gave a grand answer. Like – Dude, if you want that recognition, you got to take the ball away more. And your unit has to be. Yeah. Which I assumed he was actually talking about the whole defense because the secondary has actually been pretty solid this year. But anyway, I just thought it was it. Remember last week when we were talking about possible long-term Bears contract extensions, and I said that the problem with Jalen is he's just – not picking the ball off. He's not creating the takeaways. You know how much these coaches in this franchise right now value that. I think that's a, 
a real thing. He and same thing when it comes to the Pro Bowl and All Pro honors. Like I, I think he's a very very good player, but you got to take the ball away if you want that type of recognition. Okay, true and. Forget about recognition. The dude's a free agent after next season. If the Bears don't extend Jalen Johnson this offseason, they're making a mistake. He should absolutely, absolutely be a part of their offseason spending plan. You want to lock that dude up. I think you want to do the same thing with Cole Komet. I would make those two my priority one and two of people that you're going to keep going forward. What about Mooney? A little more dangerous. Coming off an ankle injury, uh, I... I would I lean yes, but I'd feel. But you're you're talking about a dude who is incredibly reliant on his speed. I'd, I'd want to see how he comes out of this whole thing. I I, I would try to lock up Mooney. Um, to be completely honest, I remember just again, I, I, the I'm reaction saying, from from polls when he got injured. You know, just dropping that f bomb and then leaving. I think he wanted to. Obviously, that's a key guy for the offense for Justin Fields growing up. And I know, like Mark, again, want to keep him here, but. You know, that's, that's going to help that wide receiver room because right now there's just not a lot of guys you can count on. I don't, I don't, Mooney. Yeah, I, I don't want to be in the corner of not signing Mooney. I would definitely make him a contract offer. I just don't know if I'd be in the overpaying to keep him right now. Like, we absolutely have to get this done. Let's let's. But you might not be overpaying. You might actually be getting him potentially yeah. with the, you know, maybe the ankle injuries motivation for him to take yeah. that money now. It's possible, you know, and and I think that that's a situation where also like this is a dude that went out and took the little money and I shouldn't call it little because you're still getting paid nicely as a fifth round pick, but you're not making first round money and he took that money they first got and he went and bought a jugs machine. Okay. Doesn't come off like a guy who's going to be like putting his feet in the ground like, nope, you have to pay me this or I'm not re-signing. Yeah. And. Talk about leadership and guys that are respected. Yeah. Darnell Mooney is right at the front of that list in that locker room. So, sure. I just feel like Jalen, man, I don't care if he, I don't care if he's not getting a ton of interceptions. That, that, that is a solid corner leader, good dude that you want in your locker room. So, but, but, but fine. Let's just say the three of them. Johnson, Mooney, they have a bunch of money. They have a bunch of money uh, next season. Done. Let's go. <laughs> Sounds like a nice uh, draft class there. Those three. Okay, Ryan Pace. Yeah. With uh, Justin Fields and Tevin Jenkins coming the following year. Can we get that guy back here? Let's go. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Love the same game parlays. Love the easy and fast payouts. The player props are awesome. We bring them to you every Sunday before Bears games right here on our pregame shows. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings Stepped Up. Same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code CHGO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for 
details. I love DraftKings. I love DraftKings. <laughs> Makes uh, watching a game a lot more interesting, that's for sure. Also, I have to tell you guys about Athletic Greens. With one scoop of your AG1s, you are absorbing I love Athletic Greens. High-quality vitamins. It's delicious Athletic Greens. Minerals. Whole foods or superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. I've actually never had athletic greens. All I do is drink vodka, smirt off, and turn it into urine. Go back to you. I should be having some athletic Wait, greens. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? I'm doing my Hawk Harrelson. Oh. He doesn't, I don't think Hawk is a client of athletic greens. He should be. Get in there, Hawk. I know, but then all of a sudden I thought you were talking about Braggs's. I thought that's where your urine bottle. Like, oh I no, I don't. I don't no. know what hawk where reference you were making. Greg, Greg's bottle's over there. Um, that yeah, same green liquid. You know what we should do? I, I we not. should dump that out and put some clean athletic, it. Yes. Put some athletic greens in there for him. Agreed. How do we know it's not athletic greens? He it's green. He, because it is not he, green. It looks <laughs> like Bragg's needs some athletic greens. It looks like the color of my sweatshirt. Bad. Which people don't like. Here's why he needs athletic greens. Because a mixture of ingredients <laughs> helps your immune system, gives you energy, yeah. and improves your focus. And that's why I take them, and Greg should too. Um, what's awesome about <laughs> athletic greens is that it costs less than a cup of coffee a Jesus. day. Also helps support better <laughs> sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Uh, what What is Bragg saying in here? Why does this bottle keep moving? Quit touching it. <laughs> oh, it's on set. Sorry, Greg. Bring it uh, home. To Take make it, it easy. I'm going to move it out of the studio. I'm going to throw it out a window. Well, you have the door right there. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com. Slash CHGO Bears again. That is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. And while you're getting healthy and doing all that, it's probably a great time to become a CHGO diehard. Uh, lots of benefits the merchandise, the events, our diehard lounge, our diehard newsletter, our diehard happy hours. When's the next one, Hoke? Uh, our di- our diehard content uh, is all taking you to the next level. It's also a great way to support us. We appreciate it. But uh, we got some cool events coming up, including the Chicago Bulls takeover. Yes, they're 9-14, and 14, but yes, the schedule is softening up. You really tweet a lot about the Bulls, by the way. I, Nick is a... infuriates me. Like yeah, that's you, the one team... You are really losing your mind over there. Stay stay balanced. They're, they're fine. Uh, maybe, kind of, sort of, could be. Zach played well his last game at 41. There's that. But bottom line, we're going to have a ton of fun coming up December 16th at the United Center. You get a discount on tickets. And by the way, the, the ticket prices for that game are very expensive, so we're giving uh, you a nice value uh, coming yeah, out. Pick the hell of a game. Just Bulls Knicks on a Friday night. It's a great game. That's an awesome mm-hmm. game. And um, Where's yeah. de- where, Are we all rooting for Derrick Rose? I'm assuming we are. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I could wear my Derrick Rose jersey. You got to wear your Rose Same. jersey. I was going to wear Jordan. That's a good call, too. But do I go Rose? You got to go Rose. Oh, I love Derrick Rose. Derrick. Uh, but, yes, great, tremendous value for you when you become a diehard. And, uh, yeah, so much that uh, you can benefit from. The merchandise, of course, discounts and all that. All com. All right, before we get to my grades, um, the Titans fired John Robinson. They're really weird. Their general manager. I um, think it's weird. Yeah. Timing it, is definitely weird. Immediately... 
comes off as a story that has to have more context. Like, there has to be more reasoning than just football. But so far, and it's only been, like, an hour, but, like, Tom Pelissero tweeted that, like, they just, they're not happy with, you know, they don't think that they've done enough to win. He's never had a losing season. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had the number one seed. They, they I don't think he was playing in the uh, game last year that they lost in the playoffs. He, they have a three-game lead in the division. They're a lock playoff team. I mean, can you ever imagine the, uh, the Chicago Bears firing someone like that? Like We'd kill for that. I know. And, and it comes off as like... I don't know. Maybe yeah, but not, and it, shy two thousand one. You got it. It's, it's they, right. They didn't. They didn't get the AJ Brown deal done, and he's he's crushing. And it was in their face last week. So is that you're really going to fire somebody over 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 no. one? I mean, come on. Well, but, but that's, that's I, the thing. I, it comes off as a very emotional decision. Yeah. You know, is the AJ Brown revenge game? He took it to you. It really does not look like a like the Titans haven't been on t- national TV too much this year. But I remember watching. Is that the Chiefs game? I think they were playing the Chiefs. Like, they just had nobody to throw the ball to, it seemed that way. And so I get it, but I don't get it because they're still still first, in the they're still first place. So I don't know if there's going to end up being more to this story or not, but it is wild. Uh, it's a very NFL thing, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I he know. hasn't won a playoff game. We, we can say that, but. But the Vrabel hire is great. The Vrabel hire is yep. great, and uh, they work well together. Team, maybe they don't. Maybe they didn't work maybe, well yeah. together. Maybe there's a. Maybe there's more to this Underlying thing. But between things. that, that happens sometimes. We got to pick between a coach and a GM. They got. They got. Look, I'll give the Titans this. They got a new stadium that they've announced. That's yep. first of all, Nashville's just blowing up in general. Like, I need to go. Never been. Oh, Nashville's Never great. Been to Nashville, so. Nashville's great, even though that stadium isn't great. It's. Not bad either. Like, it's it's a very, you know, just suitable stadium right on the river, right across from Broadway. It's a great location. You can walk across the bridge. You've been to the Ryman? The Ryman? The Ryman. That's the, that's the famous old school theater down there. Oh, yeah. No, I've not been there. Lawrence, you know what I'm talking been. about? I watched Sturgill Simpson play there during the pandemic. They, they live-streamed a concert oh. he did there, an empty Ryman. Yeah. yeah. Acme. Looked beautiful. Acme feed and I saw a barbecue, m- right? Cross, yeah, so good. You gotta yeah. go. They always have live music, so it's, good. It's an interesting town, Nashville. So I'm officially announcing my candidacy for <laughs> Titans general manager. There you go. You know all the barbecue and live music you can get. Um, no weird move. So I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, and bachelorette parties every weekend. Yep, it's a little out of control down there with the bachelorette parties. Yeah, that good for them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to. <laughs> Kids of the grades. Um, some common. Yeah, we're going to have to make some edits. Uh-oh. Give me a second here. All right. I know well, they're right here. That's all right. Well, I also want to. Okay, before we get to the grades, because we've got to correct something real quick. What is the Giants' Brian Dayball coaching note that you so put did, in did, our so did, you, so did you. I, I, I did put that in there. Um, so did you. See, no, you did not see what. Otherwise, I wouldn't be asking you. Okay, well, they ended up tying with the Commanders this week. The Giants. Yes, they did. Okay, and so Brian Dable uh, had the the Giants had the football. Yeah, it's kind of a, at least in my mind, it's sort of a no lose year for the Giants. You know, 
can kind of go all in. It was fourth and three from the Commanders 45. They're on the Commanders 45 okay. with 142 to go in overtime. Okay. What would you want your head coach to do at that point? You're at the you're 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 in Washington territory. It's there's 142 left in OT. It's fourth and three. What are you doing? Yeah, going for it. I'm probably going for it. Probably yeah, want the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Dable punted. Yeah, mm. he he. And I'm just you know we, we, when we're doing the Dable Flus comparison, uh, I didn't love that move from Brian Dable. That's all I'm saying. Fourth and three. Go for the win, man. Yeah, okay, I get it. You might not get it, and then Washington can can take the football and, and go 20 yards and kick a field goal, and, and you lose. But I, I the whole playing scared thing right there and not trying to win the football game, I'm not in. Now, just to play devil's advocate, because I did not see this game. I saw some of the highlights later, yeah. but was not watching the game. It was on at the same time as the Bears game. Um, I do think you have to taking the context of what was going on. I don't know what the context is. Was was when's the last time they had scored? I I see that they had zero points in the fourth quarter and overtime, obviously zero in overtime. Maybe he's not trusting his offense right there. Maybe the Commanders are in there. Remember the Commanders have this amazing front seven I, defensive I, line. I, I I get it. There's a lot to lose by losing the game as opposed to tying. It, this is a team that they're going to be going I mean, one of these two teams is going to get one of the last spots. Because the entire NFC East is loaded right now. You're not winning that division. The Eagles are running away with it. Right. You're not getting second because the Cowboys are way ahead. So, and and I believe these two teams play again in two weeks. Kind of a weird scheduling quirk. I want to say Washington's on their bye, and then they play the Giants again. They have back-to-back games against the Giants, which is really interesting. The Giants play the Eagles in between. So I don't know. I, I, uh, you, I, you, you could very fairly, I think, as you're outlining the whole yeah. scenario, you you could perhaps because that call was definitely not popular in the locker room. There's no way the offense didn't want to go for it on fourth and three, and the and, and maybe the defense perhaps was like, okay, fine, you're not putting us in a great position, but there's I'm I'm sure there's a lot of like, hey, dude, we we could have held him there if 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 worse came to worse. Yeah. So he's making a very tough call so may, may, i mean you, you could you could flip it the other way and be like that's super impressive that he was willing to do that but on the surface looking at that i would have wanted my head coach to said pick let's let's try to win the game man let, let, yeah. let, let's let's go for the old let's go for the gold here versus and by trying the to way, live scared i think it's also part of the conversation they've they've only won one out of their last five games now Giants the or? Giants which like is it, the Giants, remember, at one point were one, two, three, four, five, six and one, right? They were six and one football team right there at the top of the NFC. Then they went loss, win against the Texans, by the way. That's their right. only win. Right. Loss, loss, tie. So, um, you know, things have kind of, I think the Giants have been exposed a little bit and. Long NFL yeah. season, man. The Giants were 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 a sexy thing, and and people were down on the were down in the Bengals. True, S- yeah. Cincinnati's yeah. won four in a row. They're beating the Chiefs again, and Joe Burrow looks like God. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're they're back in the Super Bowl conversation. Hey Duke, I see your super chat. We'll get to it. Um, we're gonna take a bunch of questions. We took some on Discord earlier too, so we we're, we're having a bunch of questions coming up. So we will answer your super chat here momentarily. Let's get to the grades though from the Bears' loss to the Packers. 
Look who's just here every week, it seems like. Jack Sanborn. Did you see the Bears put a video out on him? No, what'd they put? So they do the player profiles. So it's it's four minutes with him sitting with Joniak. And, um, oh, I probably heard some of that on the pregame show because they played. I yeah. mean, I got to be honest. You might want to watch it like by yourself Why? with a candle. It's it's so it's it, it's so is it romantic. Uh, it's it's so good. It's 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 it is. If you want to fall in love all over again, oh, I'm sure Jeoniak loves his sand god. He's he he's like, what do you what do you think of the jackhammer? And the, oh yeah, I did hear that. And, they played and, that on the pregame. And and, and Sanborn's like, well, uh, you know, it's. What if he was like, I hate your nickname for me? He's like, I, I hope you run with it. I hope you run with it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, Sand God. He prefers Sand God, JJ. Uh, but I, I did not know that I, there was things in there that I didn't know. I, did, I didn't know that he lost his father when he was four years old. Um, so, and that, uh, um, you know, his, his mom was raising three kids and all that stuff. And he, uh, I mean, the Bears went pretty far in this video. Butkus, Erlacher, the history of the linebackers. And now I'm like, this is an undrafted free agent. Your guy's been here for six games. You're putting balling him on. Balling out, though, Mark. He's balling out. I got it. I Listen, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in, Nick. I'm, I'm, but I was like, wow, they're really uh, racing to the. It's, yeah. it's a good piece. They did a good job on it. It's on their YouTube page. Well, and if you missed it, um, we had a. <laughs> Big breakdown of Jack Sanborn's game yesterday. Corey Wooten and I. People are, okay, we got to address this. People don't like the small TV. Apparently, we got to move back to the bigger TV. Okay, oh, so okay. None, none of that. Okay. We, we, we were doing it. We, yes, we have big TV. We have multiple giant TVs here at CHGO. We were trying to make it look better by going into our secondary studio instead of just the random wall over there that we watch the games on. They don't care about what. But they're like, oh, else. what? can't get a bigger tv so i guess we're gonna have to move back to the bigger tv but that's where i work i'm kidding yes go back to the bigger tv <laughs> there's two more over there all right um big tv we got you justin fields also great game for justin despite the interceptions at the end he ended up grading out uh very very well i you know i for me it wasn't his best game of the season it may have been from a passing standpoint passing. though there's a couple the cowboys game and Dolphins game. I will be going back and watching at the end of the season to kind of separate what was passing versus running. But those grades were his two best games of the season, in my opinion. Um, still, really good job by Justin. Sam Mustafer, man. Check out tomorrow's newsletter if you're a CHO diehard. Go sign up, allchgo.com. I talked to Sam last week. I talked to some of his coaches. Um, there's, He's gotten better. He's gotten better, and he deserves that credit. And... Um, there's going to be more of that in tomorrow's newsletter. But he had another good game Sunday against Packers. That. So. Reading that. Yeah. I saw a comment earlier, and I forget now who put it, but it was spelled S-A-N-D-B-O-R-N. That is a loaf. We cannot have, we cannot have that on the show. We, we, you, you must spell his name correctly. It is At this a, point, come on. You guys have been playing so well. You need to know how to spell Respect the sand guy. I mean, sand guy, there is no D. Sandman. Let's be better. Come on. All right, long-term starters. Interesting game because there ended up being a lot of guys that graded out pretty highly for a loss, but I guess they were winning for the majority of the game until it fell apart at the end. Um, but Jalen Johnson had a good game. Look at all the guys on the secondary. DeAndre Houston Carson, Josh Blackwell, which you talked about a lot about yesterday, if you want to go back and hear that. Jalen Jones is on this list. And then, you know, the offensive line, too. Like, this was one of their better games from a pass protection standpoint, um, I thought. So we had Sam Musfer in the blue chip tier. 
Cody Whitehair, Braxton Jones, Riley Reef all played well. Sample size on Alex Leatherwood was too small, and there was one play that actually he allowed a little bit of pressure, um, but kind of too small on that. He had a great comment. I think it was in Adam Johns' piece in The Athletic. Yeah, it sucks losing, but I had a ton of fun out there. Mm-hmm. Leatherwood did? Yeah. yeah. I, I had a ton of fun well, out there. It's been a long time since he was able to yeah. to play. So it That's a uh, top five interesting guy to watch the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the bottom tier, unfortunately, there is one offensive lineman on here. Tevin Jenkins has didn't. Tevin Jenkins has been great, but he did not have his best game on Sunday, including the third and five. That was one of those regrettable, you know, third and five run that everybody was set up, upset about. I think they may have gotten it or at least gotten in position to go for it on fourth down had um, had he not. I mean, he basically just missed his block. Iberflus talked about that play. Like, everyone was upset about the play calling after Harry's big catch. Like, they had a, a trap play called, and he's pulling on that one. He said if that's executed right, running back's most likely getting to the safety. Yeah. Getting up to the safety position. But, yeah, I agree with you. Like, Tevin – been really good at that right guard position. Yesterday was not his best game. Kenny Clark is also a very good football player too. So yeah, this just, just wasn't his kind of not. And we also don't know how much that back and hip is, is bothering him in certain moments, certain movements of the game. But if it is a limitation, then maybe we shouldn't have him pulling, or maybe that's why he wasn't playing. You know, before. So um, anyway, and then Cairo Santos in EQ probably not too much of a surprise that they're on there this week. Really. So, EQ's all the way down there? Because, I mean, EQ had a good game until he didn't have a good game. Um, well, it wasn't just that play. He had a block obviously. that he missed for Claypool, I know, where yeah. he was just indecisive. Jair Alexander yes. had that tackle in the backfield. He just didn't even go to block that guy. He, like I think he he's indecisive. A, it's like he, he just, had a brain fart and just, like, totally forgot what the play was or something. It was really weird. He was looking good, though, to start. Like, he had the three catches for 80-something yards I mean, and then... He's, he's cooking himself past Jair for a nice 56-yard bomb. I enjoyed that, but okay. I Far be it for me to quibble with Hogue's grades. That would be a bad career. Well, first of all, first of all, um, I know. <laughs> Lawrence hates me today. You, but just don't. <laughs> now, how could I? <laughs> he didn't burn Jair Alexander. Jair bur- burned himself? Yes, he did. Watch, go watch the play. I understand. It's a, tra- it's a, it was a pump fake that he jumped the hitch. Sit on those routes, those Green yeah. Bay corners. Well, who set up the hitch? Justin Fields. Jair had his eyes right on Justin. Justin pumped. Boom. And then he went. I'm not trying to take it. I'm just. He gets at least 3% credit for whatever he did. Sure. He gets even more than that. Thank but, you. Yeah. Um Jair hasn't had exactly the greatest year either. No, I had EQ down for two down. two pluses, one minus, and two do- and one double minus, which would have been the interception. So, double minus. Yeah, I was asking some prominent people yesterday about that play, and they were very much uh, as to whose fault it was, Fields and EQ, and it was. It, the text started out, and it was 90% his fault. And by, 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 the end of the t- by, by the end of the text, which was about three lines, it, it got to 100%. He <laughs> so, so, showed me that. That was hilarious. So uh, I don't want to out anybody, but it, I don't know if you'd even mind. But the point is that uh, it wasn't a great moment for EQ. Uh, all right. I see some people are concerned about Cairo, though. That's a fair concern. Yeah. <sighs> It's I mean, a, I know that it's you're a slump. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's 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 worth paying attention to. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. Um, he's had, and it's not just, by the way, it's. But it's the extra point. It, like, he's only missed one field goal. Well, the one that got blocked. Yeah, but he also. It, Those it, extra points, though. It, extra like points, weird. the kickoffs that went out of bounds against Detroit. Like, it's it's a slump. It's a, it's a four-game slump now that he's been in. This bye week, I think, kind of come at a better time for Santos. Yeah. Just get away, come back, finish these four games, last four games strong, and then. His last good game was against the Dolphins. So, Lions, Falcons, Jets. He was okay against the Jets. Um, Packers. Yeah, so it's a it's a four game slump. He's still a very highly graded starter for the entire season, though. Yeah, calm down, Don Burr. We're not we're not Cody Parkey and Cairo. Hey, yeah. So, no, 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 no. I just said I was rooting for the Lions, buddy. Yeah, don't be don't that. be don't be bringing up that name on here. Cairo, um, one spectrum, uh, one end of the spectrum is not to Robbie Gold status. On the other, he's nowhere near the Cody Parkey status. And if you're gonna side one way or the other, it would be towards Robbie Gold. He's been a really really good dependable kicker. The Bears now for a while, um, and uh, you know what, Braggs? You want your Darrington Evans grade? I think we should address JT Jerk J two K. Also, what changes do you guys want to see over the bye week? I think that is an excellent question, J two. My number one, just off the top of my head, is more. I'd like to see Alex Leatherwood play. Yep, I, I actually just I have an article up on all CHGO right now that you can go read. Arguing that exact same point. Um, with four games left and a former first-round draft pick, he got 10 snaps against Packers. What are you losing? out if you're? I mean, you want to see a guy well, like that. I'll tell you what. I, I mean, Riley LaReef played well again. He did. He was he solid did. in pass pro. Your quarterback's trying to develop. You don't want him taking shots because you have more. You don't want to, They've already had an issue. What they're talking about right now as a coaching staff, and I, by the way, I don't disagree with what you guys are asking. I, you have to, you have to get this evaluation I mean, in at some point. I, I totally agree. If he pr- if he proves he can't do it, then okay, we'll pivot back. But go ahead. Yeah. I, I'm just saying the the at the same time, and you know, I, for the thing on Mustafer that's coming out tomorrow, I had a conversation with him about some of the pass pro issues, and as a unit, the lack of continuity has not helped. You know. Not totally fully accurate, but a lot of times in the run game, like it's it's about individual blocks. When you're talking about pass pro, it's about working as a unit. Okay, the continuity, understanding, you know, who's passing, who off the who, which they've struggled at with times. Yep. And and actually a couple times in that game the other day they struggled with with some stunts that were run on them. I'm not saying you don't do it because I agree they gotta evaluate Leatherwood, but what they're talking about is Riley Reef has exceeded my expectations for what I thought he would give him this year. And he is the dependable veteran out there. And you already have a rookie playing at left tackle. I, all of that is fair, but you did make an investment in Alex Leatherwood. This, this is a former first round pick. He is seemingly back to being mostly a hundred percent healthy. If he's not fully there. So, I don't want to put the quarterback in any any further danger uh, or any danger, period. But I do think you, I do think you have to take advantage of these four weeks and, and find out what you got. And real quickly, so like, what are you going to do? Bring Riley Reef back next year? Yeah, uh, Leatherwood's first four plays that he got into the game, you guys, all passing plays. So the first time he enters the game, they're trying to check out, hey, what can he do on that right side? He didn't have yeah. to block for a long time, but right when he got into the game, let's see your pass sets, see what you can do. Held up on those plays and the two big passing plays, Alex Leatherwood's the the right tackle on those plays. So, all right, um, 
Nick had a good idea this morning, which was to take some questions going into the bye week from listeners, viewers, diehards. Um, what we ended up doing to, to, to uh, make it kind of a diehard thing is we, if you're in our Discord, and you should be, become a CHGO diehard. This is sort of the extra access you get for being a member. Uh, our Discord lounge is, is a pretty good place to be. And uh, we took a bunch of questions there, and we're going to discuss them. Great. Yeah. Now, to clarify, do we have... Are these going to be appearing on the screen, or we're just reading them off? They'll be on the screen. Okay. All right. So what do we got? I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I feel like there's ad breaks to do, personally. Yeah, we should probably do that. Okay. Uh, thank true. you. That is true. Lawrence, 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 Lawrence. This is why Lawrence MVP. is the best. MVP. Let's see. I found mine, so I'm going... First, and I'm talking about Shady Rays, you guys. They are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand-new pair. Uh, no questions asked, and I was wearing mine at the CHGO tailgate last Sunday. Awesome pair of sunglasses. Um, even with that strong protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you from wearing uh, is like any other expensive pair that I've ever owned. And Shady Ray's customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Ray's is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. Love Shady Rays. And we love our friends at Foco, F-O-C-O dot com. Uh, yes, you've got the best coverage for all the teams in this town, mainly because we're here. God bless CHGO. But, uh, hey, you want you want the best coverage on you? Hoodies, slippers, signs, bobble sets, everything in between. Get yourself hooked up uh, with the merch and the collectibles at Foco. Perfect gift for the football fan or any sports fan in your life. Foco's got you covered uh, with the hoodies, which we've seen us wearing, which are sweet. Uh, check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below. All non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO. Get yourself 10% off. Foco. All right. And then our friends at ComEd. ComEd Efficiency efficiency energy efficiency program, excuse me, is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills. Now and into the future, ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades uh, to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. A lot of cool tools available. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz, B-I-Z, right now to start saving money and energy. To start a project, contact comed at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email businessee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com. <laughs> By the way, the Cubs show is coming up at 120, uh, CHGO Cubs. And 
I'm hearing a rumor that the Cubs might do something. Great. Maybe. They might. Keen on the mic. They could. What a report by Mark Carpenter. They might sign. I'm hearing a rumor that the Cubs might do something. I'm hearing that the Cubs may or may not sign the shortstop. Or may or may not sign two. Multiple shortstops. Uh, They might might sign every shortstop. Before we get to the Discord, uh, let's hit the Duke since he throws that $19.99. I want to hit the Duke. I like the Duke. Duke. Love you. Uh, Anyone want to read it? Do you want me to read it? Who do you like most in free agency? Is there more quality out there in defensive tackles or edges? Do you then draft Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, assuming no one offers a haul for your pick based on whatever need you didn't fill? The answer to that last part is yes. (laughs) It is yes. Uh, Deron Payne? I'm on the Deron Payne train. That would Deron Payne, 26 years old, crushing it with the Commanders. I would be into that. Uh, I the the concern with, uh, I mean, Washington's got a great defense. Is he good? If is he good as a bear? I I'm, I'm there's not, a lot of talent around him for sure. Yeah. but he's he makes he makes and a he lot of kind plays. of been a late bloomer, like he you know, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Like players develop. But I think that also creates question like, is it contract year? Is this a motivational yeah. thing? Some he's things. physical, man. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah. Bears good player. Those guys, for sure. But, yeah, we were actually having kind of a pre-show chat about this, like how free agency can impact your draft. Because if it's when you're that high into the draft order, you really have your list down to a few players, right? And it's like if you really target Will Anderson or you really want Carter, then that's – like if you decide Jalen Carter is your future three technique and you have the number two overall pick, I mean, you got to do your homework to make sure the Texans are going to draft a quarterback mm-hmm. because it is Lovey Smith and you never know he's going to take a defensive player. <laughs> but if, like, if you're dead set on that guy being your three technique, then you probably don't spend the money on Deron Payne then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you need more than – you need yes, we've talked about it. You need at least three guys, probably four. And the Bears have how many right now? Zero. 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 <laughs> the old <laughs> I you know you know who I, I who I'd like to see play with some talent around him? Uh is Justin Do- Fields. Well that too. Uh, yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I think that Dom Rob can get there. I just think he can't do it by himself. And that's basically what you're asking the guy to do right now. Yeah. Been a little disappointed with the rest of his season. He's around the football more. I'm a big Dom Rod guy. Um, and he's how's he going to spend the bye week? I'm going to get spend it getting stronger. Like the guys. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Like that. that's a good answer. I mean, he'll do this to help the whole offseason. season. Do I'm I'm still bullish on Dom Rod. I just think he needs a little help around him. All right, let's get to some of these uh, comments, questions that came in via our Discord. Uh, great place to hang out before, or after show every single day. Really, at any time you can you can jump in there. Um, this one from More to Score: Which of the offensive linemen currently on the roster are starting next year, and at what positions? Great question. I put Tevin Jenkins right guard, but yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Other than that, you guys, it, it wasn't like, oh, this guy's a lock. This guy's a lock to be here. Cody's, starting a, next Cody's year. a lock, don't you think? Uh, you know, he doesn't have any guaranteed money in 2023. I was yeah. looking at his contract. He signed that five-year extension September 2019. You still have dead money you have to eat mm-hmm. um, if you let him go. 
but it, he's been what? He's been fine. But, but yeah, I mean, he's still playing as a starter. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be in a hurry to get rid of Cody. If, exactly. if this was a different year where you have to get some cap savings, because they would save. I don't have it in front of me right now. Actually, I do have it in front of me right now. Good <laughs> prep by me. Um, Nine million. Eight three. His dead cap is eight three next year. Yeah, his dead cap's eight three. You would save five point pretty much five point eight million mm-hmm. in cap space by cutting him, but you don't need to. You don't, you don't need, need that to cap space. You're and, not cutting and, Cody White here. And he's one of your captains. So I I I will go as far as to say I don't think it's a sure thing. But I would think that he com- yeah he's he comes back at he comes right. back. I do agree. Tevin's a starter next year, assuming he's healthy. I think Braxton Jones is probably That's a true. starter. I think he's done enough this year that to at least I don't know that he's done enough that I'm like, no, I'm not drafting a left tackle. No, I'm not spending money on left tackle. I I'm Braxton Jones to me is most likely starting on this line. It just may end up being a right tackle. We'll see. I would assume that. I would agree, and I would assume that he's going to spend his offseason doing what everybody on that line should be doing who's not Cody Whitehair's age. Cody's going to be 31 uh, next year. Getting stronger, spending a lot of time in the weight yeah. room. And if you if you put 20 pounds of muscle on Braxton Jones, you might have a monster. He, yeah, he's got the frame for it, for yeah. sure. All right, next question. Next question. Point is center, tackle. To your answer is as to what I think they're looking for. Miller asks, "Fun one. All past Bears players are in their prime, and they're free agents. You can select one offensive player and one defensive player to add to our current roster. Who are you taking to help us win?" So I did this from like the two thousands. I know we you can all pick like Walter Payton or things like that. Here we go. Brandon Marshall in his prime. On the offense, and I'm taking Charles Tillman to go alongside Jalen Johnson. But why, wait, why did you only do the 2000s? Because that wasn't the question. I know. I know. I was, talk, I, was, see, I was talking with Jake earlier. We're like, let's just go from 2000s on. And, like, and those are the Bears that I'm most familiar with, too. So I picked the guys that I've actually watched, okay. know most about. So I'm going Brandon Marshall and Charles Tillman. I'm going to take the best defensive tackle and could have done it at defensive end that the Bears have ever had in 99, Dan Hampton on the defensive side of the ball. And then offensively. Add to this team right now. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I like your Brandon thing, but there's a lot that comes with Brandon. You know who I would take if I'm going to go if we're going to go back in time just because I want to see him play and make this a fun game. I'm going to rise up uh, 40 and give, give me Gale Sayers in his prime and let me see that and let, let him return some kicks and let me put that dude back there. That's right, Gale. Why are you not saying Walter Payton? Because I want to see Gale. <laughs> because Gale, because oh. pe- because people who saw Gale they compare him to Jordan, and I I want to I I want to see Gale. That's what I like. Give me that playmaker. And he can do everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I never thought you'd leave me uh, Walter Payton, so I will take Walter Payton, <laughs> um, obviously. And uh, even though it's not a position in need, he you know he can do everything. He can catch passes. He can throw passes. Throw pa- yeah. You know he he can pass protect. Some of his pass pro highlights are amazing. 
Um, Sweetness. Otherwise, since I thought one of you would definitely say Walter, the guy I was going to take offensively is Jimbo Covert. Give me a Hall of Fame left tackle. That's a good one. Help me protect my quarterback investment here. They need an upgrade there, so I'm going Jimbo. Uh, well, I would have, but then you left me. And so who's your de- who's your defense? Defense, I was also going to take Dan Hampton. I should have known that you were going to take Dan Hampton. Um, so, yeah, Erlacher or... Uh, Give me the sack, man. Sack man's coming. I'm your man, Dent. You got to pay the rent. Yeah, Richard Dent, I guess. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Here's the thing, though. Like, This is like how good Sanborn's been playing. You can make an argument that Lance Briggs is the one you need. That is a weird argument. Why is it weird? You need a you need your weak side linebacker. Mm. I mean, if you're gonna go that route, can we go Wilbur? Can we go Otis? Can we take a Super Bowl bear? Sure, take whoever you want. You can take whoever you want. <laughs> Mama's boy Otis, one yeah. of a kind. The ladies all love me Wilbur. for my body and my mind. <laughs> love it, Mark. <laughs> I freak on the floor. Someone, Noah, in the comments brought up a great point. Prime Khalil Mack. That's pretty damn good, Jake too. and I were talking about that. Prime Khalil Mack? Like was that one game for us? Well, right. It was basically Raiders Khalil Mack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, 2018, against the Packers. 2018 his Khalil first, Mack. His first game against the Packers, I thought the guy was the greatest player that ever played football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was an insane game. Did everything. <laughs> insane game. All right. Uh, that was actually, that was a fun question. Appreciate it. All right. Next one. Um, 23 breach. What is your personal favorite move by Ryan Poles this season so far? What is the least favorite? His favorite, uh, trading Roquan and a cooked Quinn for a second and a fourth felt like cheating. Least favorite signing, uh, Al-Qadi Muhammad for defensive end, complete non-factor, easy cap cut next year. So can I, uh, can I actually dive into that? The al Muhammad thing. There is part of me. Very small part. Did Poles literally go out and think, what bad players can I sign so we'll, so we can tank? Who can't play but won't embarrass the franchise? No. Where, let me go find Nicholas Morrow. Let me go find Al Kadeen Muhammad. Let, let me go find dudes who can who who like it. Sort of looks like we're trying, but we're really not trying at all. I do think there's. It's kind of like when the when the Cubs signed Edwin Jackson. People were like, "Oh no, 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 no!" They signed the worst starting pitcher ever when they were trying to tank. <laughs> I almost feel like Poles has strategically brought in bad players to ensure the tank. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. No. You know, right when the show started, um, there was I think the first comment that popped up after Braggs was, "What is Carm's hot take going to be today?" There it is. You had to <laughs> wait until uh, 107, but you got it. Over. Um, there it is from your guy, Mubs. What's what up, Mubs? Carm's hot take going to be today. Yeah, usually you get it right there in the first segment, but you had to wait um, today. You can't tell me that he thought those guys were good players. Well, Al-Qadi Muhammad came from the Colts. It was, it was, that was the Eberflus signing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was Alan uh, Williams uh, and Eberflus just bringing in one of the guys uh, that knew their system, uh, so there was one less player they had to teach it to. You telling me that Ryan Poles didn't know who the player was? It was like, yeah, okay, I'm cool with that guy. He's not going to do anything. Well, but our tank is fine. He was good at stopping the run in Indy. Yeah. All right. Not good now. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> to, to answer your question seriously, favorite. Um, favorite move is obviously signing Jack Sanborn after the draft is over. 
that's a no-brainer for you, yes? Yeah. Uh, least favorite move. I I hate doing this because it's total hindsight, and I was for the trade the day it happened, but the Claypool thing is not really working out. I don't, that's let me rephrase gone. that. I don't want to say it's not working out. It's not over yet. But right now when you weigh how high that second-round pick's going to be versus what you've gotten from Claypool so far, it sucks. It's not great. Right it now. sucks. It could end up working out. I hope it does. But I'm on that. I'm on that side of it. I, I still have to see more. It's still too early for me to. If it was Claypool, if it was right the now. Ravens pick, I would have been like, I would have no problem with it whatsoever. But the fact that that's going to be like the 33rd pick, it's high. It's high. Sucks. I, I just the, where I'm getting bogged down on that thing is it, and I understand they weren't going to pay Roquan. But I don't know, man. Roquan and Sanborn together versus Claypool. Uh, it's not the same pick. I understand that we're trading our pick, but like it's. I think I think that trade was made a lot more palatable for Pace because for polls, excuse me, that's a dollar jar. Uh, for polls because of the Claypool deal. I don't know, dude. Your Edwin Jackson comp was pretty good. Robert said it is Edwin Jackson was a workhorse. Yeah, he but was. He, he he wasn't. You could just throw him out there every like, five days, and he was going to be bad. He was going to be bad. Alquidi Muhammad kind of is just your innings eater right now. Right, he's just eating up reps. Just, <laughs> I mean, he's literally out there just to run into the offensive <laughs> line and do nothing. <laughs> he doesn't even. Try. If you watch him, he's like, "Is the play?" It looks almost looks like he's like, "Is the play over yet? Can I stop?" Okay, good. I'll go back over here. All right, <laughs> take it easy. That guy is trying. Okay. Big news. All right. What happened? Is it Cubs? No. No. Oh. Uh, I was on the wait list for the rated R spin class ride, and and, and somebody dropped out, it, and, and now I, I, I'm i in. Wait. What the fuck? Wait. wait, wait. What, what is R? rated R spin class? I don't know. I've never done it. I'm fired up. What is this? Like a movie? Are you like naked? Or, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in. Oh Whatever it's going to be. Let's go. Oh, my God. Rated R spin class. <laughs> what is rated R oh, spin class? No. Anyone, I, I think it's more, I, I assume it's more songs that have lots of profanity versus uh, everybody gets naked. But, hey, I'm up, for, <laughs> I'm up for anything. Let's go. Do we have a Cubs show at 120? Very much so. So okay, we got we one last question. Here. Matt Gregory asks, uh, did you guys give your worst, your least favorite Where's Lucas Patrick? Oh, I like the Lucas Patrick. I know, I did too. But All right, Matt Gregory says, what's been the most promising and least promising thing you've seen from Fields? This season, to me, it's um, the most promising is honestly the growth I've seen in the passing game. I, there's just it. I know people want more. They want more. They want. It's been there though. You look at small things like a slight uptick in his speed. His ability to read defenses <laughs> is already light years ahead of Mitch Trubisky's. Small little things like when he the other day he avoids pressure from his right side. Holds the ball with both hands, rips his shoulder down to get it away from those defensive ends that are tr swatting at it. He is more polished than he gets credit for. So I, with so much room to grow, is, is True. the yeah. exciting part. Um, the least favorite is um, his slides. Still slide right, right. I mean, yeah. I think he's gotten better at it later. I, yeah, I still think he still. locks in too much. That's uh, it's, it's 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 definitely hasn't completely gone away. Is what I would say. But any pick a move, any move where he just looks like Barry Sanders, it's just so much fun. Yeah, 
And the reason I'm not saying the fourth quarter struggles is because, dude, look, the guy threw the touchdown against the Was- against Washington. Should have been the game winner. The guy hit. Equinemius uh, on that. Who was it that got the P.I. against the Dolphins? Oh, Claypool. Or should have been P.I. against the Dolphins. They didn't call. He threw that pass. He ran 50 yards against the Vikings. And then, and he then got that got called back. back. Loser from Iowa. Decided. He had the touchdown <laughs> against the Lions. And then EQ dropped the ball. Completion to Mir Smith-Marset. They were driving. Yeah. yeah. He fumbled it. I don't mm-hmm. think the fourth quarter struggles are fair to put on him. It gets put on him because the quarterback. But yep. I and that's part it. of the territory. But. Yep. All right. Um, was that it? Yeah, I think it was. That was it. Okay, we are out of here. Appreciate everybody um, jumping on today. We are back tomorrow as well. Bye week rolls on. Hashtag no days off, even during the bye week. We're here for you. We'll continue to break things down um, tomorrow. We're right back here at noon. Full rated our spin class review will be on the show tomorrow, so don't miss it. <laughs> yeah, I do have to hear about this. Okay. <laughs> Follow Nick at Nicholas Moriano. Bye, Mubs. Mark Carmen at the Carm at Adam Hogue. Lawrence. Thanks for smiling. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for smiling yeah. today, Lawrence. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>